we'll be live here again. Walk through a little bit more. I'm on a mission. I'm trying to find this booth that I was at earlier, but this is the Jones Racing Products. And you can just see the the engines that they've got sitting here on stands of complete, showing the different configurations in that. Somewhere in one of these aisles, there's a <laughs> there's nitrous somewhere around in here, and there's also traction control. So out here doing a little bit of studying as to what we can find, what we can, how we can identify when Charlie Miller and Clay Pools and those people are trying to be intriguing and. I was going to have fun with somebody. <laughs> I can't find the booth anymore. I barely remember where I'm at, but I know it's in this area somewhere where there is a young gun. This booth is the Comet Gasket booth, but she's got to be a racing young gun. Center on the graphs there. I don't know who she is. We're going to find your traction control, Claypool. I'll see it in this booth here. Hey guys. Going on. Hey, I was, Cody. A, I was just showing a video of Dave Nelson walk around at PRI, which is performance racing industry. It's the it's the Cadillac, it's the Lincoln, it's the cool the show where all the racers go and it, social media was just jamming on that on Friday. So I was gonna say there's a lot of cool stuff on the internet about everything there. Yeah. So if you wanna I mean if you're really interested in that, just go to Facebook or Instagram or Google and just type in PRI or performance racing industry and you'll see all kinds of cool stuff i mean paisley machine had a brand new diesel super stock motor there i know there was a lot of pulling stuff there as well guys so yeah thanks for joining us this is outlawed live we do this every tuesday night ron stone is somewhere in the air <laughs> flying to florida but josh and i decided we're better hosts than him anyway so we're not that worried about it and then tonight we have cody shivey and uh is it it's shivey, right cody yeah shivey yep okay what's uh what's the worst you've ever been called uh shibby probably or something like that i think I, I say no and i don't announce as much as i used to and josh is doing a lot more of it now but yeah. you know you kind of get to a pull cody and you're just i always do a quick rundown through the list uh because i've been caught a couple times um yeah. the bowsmas is my favorite one i for years everybody called him boozma and boss man and all everything else and finally mike came up to me and says jason it's like a house you got a house and you got bows it's housema Bowsema. So boom, I've never messed that up again. And I used to call Doug Meisinger Messenger, and he corrected me. It's Meisinger. Yeah. Um, it's been it's been a fun. I've learned how to pronounce everybody's names, Cody. It's been fun. So yeah. 
Well, Cody, let me be the first one to welcome you to the first ever episode of Outlawed Without Ron Stone. Yeah, I think this is probably going to be more popular anyway. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. So. Yeah, I figured we'll, we'll double in views tonight. All right. Well, that'll work. But, you know, Jason, you'll have to watch, like, the three Ron Stone fans. We might lose their viewers. But Yep. You know, we, uh, you know I'm going to, you know. Run when you run for president of the United States, half the people love the half the people hate you. You know what I mean? So you just yeah. kind of have to run with it a little bit, Cody. So yeah. Cody, you're one of our young guns and the outlaws. And uh, we all love what the young guns is all about with the outlaw truck and tractor pulling association. We want to know your story. So I want you to kind of start at the beginning, if you don't mind, and then just start talking about kind of your first tractor pull, talk about your dad, how you got to where you are today, what tractors we're running today. And then you and Josh start talking, and then I'm going to go look for some pictures on your Facebook page. How about that? All right. So, uh, actually, everybody thinks Rick is my dad, but he's actually my great uncle. I did, too. What? Yeah, I mean, that's been another thing. Everybody just thinks he's my dad, but he's actually my great uncle. So, I think the first tractor pull I went to was uh, Mexico, Missouri. And uh, I don't even remember what the organization was called back then. It was, I think it was like 2010 or something like that. And he bought a Hart's old 4-1 tractor way back when, and then we ran that for a couple years, and then we went to uh, the hauling house we have now. He built that, and then, yeah, we uh, got the pro stock, what is that, two or three years ago, I think, and we, we had a 4-1 before that, so we uh, yeah, just have two now, so. You're where, where am I going to find more pictures, Cody, on your Facebook page or Rick's page? Or where am I going to find more stuff? Uh, that's a very good question. I I don't know. We, uh, we're on social media, but we don't post a lot. We just kind of sit back and watch everybody else. No, that's fine. Yeah. I don't know. We don't really have a lot of pictures out there. I know Ryan tags us in a lot, probably, when we go to pools. So. Well, Cody, I'm, I'm going to call it the elephant in the room, if you will. Okay. You guys are the diehard Alice Chalmers fans and runners in the predominantly Case and John Deere classes. The word that Alice has come in, what, got, what led you guys to the Alice tractors? So, actually, back uh, Rick's uh, mom and dad used to farm with a lot of Alice Chalmers and Gleaners, so we kind of wanted to be different, so we uh, – decided to uh build an Alice Traumers. It's kinda why we got rid of the other one and so did sold it to the Mosleys, the Black Mamba. So I don't know. I agree. Our class is pretty John Deere stout, but I mean they're tough runners. I'll give them that. Yeah. I mean run it it, it it's a D twenty one, correct? No, it's a uh, am I thinking of the other tractor there? Yeah, you're thinking of the other one. Okay. What is yours? Uh, mine's a DT240, and then Monkles is like a DT275 or something. Cody, can you looks see like Shramrick's pro Cody, stock. can you see right now? Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, I can see it, yeah. Is that I you? apologize, Cody. I had, you, I had your tractor mixed up with another one. That's all right. But, like you say, you've got the orange tractor in the predominantly green class and are pretty competitive with them. I, I mean, it depends on that. We'll see. Get a lucky draw every once in a while. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Any plans? I know that you guys didn't get to run a full season this year. Any nah, plans on chasing the full schedule next year? Probably not. It's a uh, – I don't know. It's hard to get away with the job. It seems to 
have a lot of stuff going on at home. I understand. I mean, I'd love to run points one time, but with being in two different classes, it'd be pretty tough to hit them all. We'd have to split up every once in a while. I understand. So what what is what does Cody do as a day job? Tell everybody that doesn't know. So I work for a company called Motion Industries. I don't know if people know what that is, but we just supply parts to factories. And uh, I just basically look over all the bills, like make sure people are paying their bills and everything's running pretty smoothly. So it's not bad. If, I have, if uh, you ever come across my name, you could just go ahead and mark it paid, by the way. That'd be okay. Yeah. I wouldn't complain at all. I'm sure many others wouldn't. So Yeah. Yeah. But, so so where are the pulls that you make regularly? Do you have any that you guys just never miss or are always going to be at? I mean, we'll never miss any pool that's in the Fidelia. We try not to miss any that are close to home. So, Do you have a, uh, I would say, a highlight of your pulling career, that one moment that just sticks out above anybody else? Maybe it's a big win you got or just, hey, you got to pull with these guys or against these guys, anything like that? I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I mean, I didn't get a pull at Louisville, but it was uh, quite the big deal to be be invited there. Well, yeah. My uncle got invited, so that was pretty cool. But uh, no big wins or anything like that that I can think of. Okay. So, Cody, you guys have the Holland Alice 4 1, and your, the pro, your pro stock is, a, is an AC Express, right? Yeah, yep. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. I just, I'm trying to get the right pictures up there. On the top of your Facebook page, it looks like you're driving a D21. Well, that's a 210. That's our that's my old 41. Okay. Before we went to the Pro Stock. Now, where's that one now? Uh, Dan Kirby has it. Okay, yeah, he won ECI points with that. Yeah, he's got it looking good. Yeah, paint job on that's it. That's my Amazing. girl for Alice now. Yeah. And then your first 41 is the black. That was Mamba's black Mamba, black, black Mamba with the Case IH sheet metal on it. Yeah. So we bought Hart's old one. Okay. Back when it was red, and then. We ran it red for a few years and then painted it black and then sold okay. it to Mosley's. So then, Mo- then Mosley sold it to Ashleman in Wisconsin, and now it's yeah. digging for a living tractor. Yeah. So it went back to red, I think. Isn't that what color it is? Yep, it is. It's kind of like, um, what's that, uh, Josh, what's that thing you can buy to trace your family an- ancestry? Um, what is yeah, that? Yeah, ancestry.com or whatever. Yeah, so it's like we got Cody on for a little uh, tractor pulling uh, ancestry.com right here. So. Yeah. yeah, there's a business right there. We need to start tractorpullancestry.com or whatever you want to call it there where we could trace the history of some of these old tractors out. So Cody, are you like Rick's favorite nephew or like how do you get how do you get to drive a pro stock? Because that's like we all dream of this and like you're just sitting there all happy and oh it's my great uncle. <laughs> I mean, I would hope I would be his favorite, but I'm not for sure. I uh actually went the first time and then after that i was hooked i just kept going and going and going for something to do and he just kept letting me go so i thank him for that and then i got lucky one day when he said he was going to get another one i thought it was kind of a joke until it kind of showed up i thought yeah okay because he's a he likes to joke around with me they 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 keep it interesting around the office so where's the first pole you ever competed at uh, not in, probably, test, in competition, probably with competition, in competition, not just a test run in competition, probably Jeff City, Missouri. But I think there was just like two or three, four ones there back. I don't remember when that was a long time ago. <laughs> Cody, how old are you now? Uh, 25. 
Okay, how old were you when you first started pulling then? Uh, 14 or 15. Wow. Yeah, so. Yeah, 10 good years into it now. Rick's yeah, had, Rick's had quite a few tractors though, hasn't he? I feel like he's always kind of every couple of years moving and shuffling different things, isn't he? Yeah, you, you never know what's going to come out of the shabby stables tractor pulling. Yeah, are there any secrets that we don't know about for next year that you're going to tell us about tonight? Or uh, I don't know about that. You just have to wait and find out. Hopefully, no, that's fine. I just you know we like to see if you're willing to spill the beans on anything, Cody. I don't want to uh, get you. Drunk. I don't. I don't want to be the one to spill any beans. That a boy. I don't want to lose my seat. So I heard you guys were building the diesel super stock. That was the latest rumor I heard. Shoot, uh, if so, I don't even know that one. Okay, that's fine. Maybe I mean, I'm just that'd be cool. I mean, that'd be cool. That would be cool. So, this is a Holland Alice tractor, it's absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Tough runner. Uh, what year did you guys win points and get invited? You won Missouri State points a few years ago and got invited to Louisville. What I know you said that earlier. What year was that? Oh, gosh, I don't even remember what year. What year is it now? <laughs> You put him on the spot. That's Gosh, okay. I don't know what would be 2015 or 2016, maybe. No, it'd be like okay. no one. What was the first year they had? You were there. Yeah, that would have been uh, 17. All right, 17 then. That was the first year we had the four ones there. Yeah. Yep. So what's what's the big ambition for 22? What's, what's the goal that you haven't reached yet, or whatever you want to call it? Well. I Surprisingly, since the Outlaw Pro Stock class is so good, I have never got first with the pros. So that would be on my bucket list to beat all them John Deers one time. But I'd say I'm going to have to get a luck of the draw type deal, and I'll have to mess never up. Won a pro stock. Well, you missed you missed a great pro stock pull this summer with the Outlaws. We didn't we didn't see you down at Chickasha. Probably the most renowned pull for the outlaws he's being a homer cody he's being yeah, a homer oklahoma. right now <laughs> oklahoma yeah no I mean, josh josh promoted that's josh's hometown pull and he yeah, promoted that's that. my pull. he's being a homer okay so you don't fall for his tricks cody. this year yeah cody who were some of your um kind of like pulling heroes growing up or like what are some of your really pulling memories that's the kind of stuff i like to find out about from our young guns oh gosh I mean, I don't know. Pulling memories, it's always fun seeing you. Like, my uncle going past the flag or something like that. I mean, I don't know. Just the times we spent together and all the hours we've been on the road. I mean, yep. we spent a lot of hours in the shop, and we couldn't have done it without the people who helped us. So, that's pretty nice. I, I think uh, we let uh, a guy who helps us in the office at drive every once in a while, and that's always interesting to – watch he has a good time with it so but, uh, so rick saying 50th anniversary does that he's yeah, been going for 50 years no that, he's talking about the farm show oh, okay farm show Got back it. whenever we went i would say there's no way rick's been pulling for 50 years so i just no no he's a first generation puller i like it that's cool though that you guys found you said you started in 2010 yeah, is 20 when you went to Mexico. Yeah, Mexico. Now, did Rick have a tractor at that point, or was that when you guys decided, hey, this is what we want to do? No, he that's a that was his first uh time, I think, pulling. That was our first pull 
with a tractor anyways. That's awesome, though. You guys, you know, just show up to a pool for whatever reason, decide this is where we want to be, and here we are 11 years later. You're, you're running with some of the top pro stocks in the country. He's running with some of the top four ones in the country. I mean, that's that's an awesome story. Yeah. That will be told, told for generations to come to grandkids sitting on the knee one day, man. Yeah, he's got some grandkids that uh, have been coming around, so hopefully they will uh... – when they get to be the age, you'll get on the seat too. Good. May, may lose my seat permanently, but <laughs> hey, if they're smiling and having fun, I'll be there to help them. So there you go. That's what it's all about. It's the family. How do you guys have quite a big family that travels with you? Or you guys, is this yours and Rick's thing that you do by yourselves or what? Uh, I mean, family are always welcome to go if they want to go, but yeah, it's, I feel like it's just a Rick and I deal on the weekends. I mean, we bring people with us if it's close to home. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so, so yeah. where is the biggest pool you've ever pulled at? You personally, I know that you, the biggest pool that he was in was Louisville. What's, what's your biggest pool you've ever been in, Cody? I would say Wisner. I didn't uh, realize how big that was until I went and I thought, wow, it's, it's actually, there's a lot of people here. That is a big event, isn't it? A yeah, lot yeah. of hooks, a lot of people. Yeah, we didn't uh, didn't have time to make it down there last year. We were busy at home doing stuff, so hopefully we'll get there next year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Any big ambition? I know we talked about the win, but not necessarily a next year goal, but what's five years down the road look like for you? Are you going to have two tractors that you're piloting? I mean, what what's your – What's your plan going forward in this thing? I would say we'll still be in tractor pulling in five years, but I would assume some of his grandkids will be around. So I'd say we'll all just take turns. You know, I don't know. I don't know if we'll be in the same class. I mean, you see how evolving the classes are and everything like that. I'm not sure what will happen. But as of right now, next year, yeah, we just plan to run what we have. Fix them up anything and get them you want to try in the sport that you haven't yet, a different class or anything of that nature? I mean, I don't know about trying it, but it'd be fun to drive some of the other stuff. But I was uh, pretty fortunate enough to just be able to jump basically to the top. I mean, it was definitely a learning curve. I learned a lot of things, made a lot of mistakes. I still make a lot of mistakes, but it's all right. So Where are some of your best finishes, Cody, with yeah. the Pro Stock at? Uh... Best finishes. I think I got second when we were in uh it wasn't an outlaw pool, somewhere in Iowa, Bedford, Iowa, maybe. Okay. And then I got was it third or fourth in Rock Valley one year. So yeah. And then I'm always just about the middle of the pack. Hopefully. Awesome. Hopefully well, one day gets to the top. Rock Valley is nothing to shag yet. Uh, that's that's say. quite an accomplishment in itself. Yeah, that's another pretty good pool. Yeah. A lot of tough competition shows up there. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Well, we can sneak around and, you know, we can mess with porters and meddings a little bit if you need us to next year. Yarix, we can try to sideline them, Cody, give give you orange guys a chance if you want me to do that. Yeah, I'm all for that. I need about all the help I can get. I'll run it. I'll dress up in my frog costume and run out in front of them or something like that. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Distract them a little bit for me, will you? Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, man, we had Cody on the show, and he wants to win, so, you know, get over it. So it's going to be all right. Dang, you're right, yeah. Got to get that orange out there. Yep. 
maybe pay a sled man to bump a red light or something half track. You yeah. know, we can put an extra white line down the middle of the track or something. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah, there we go. You guys are on the north side. I, so, the one question we always like to ask um, is, and this is kind of Ryan Roosink's favorite question he does on Monday nights, is if you could pull anything anywhere, past or present, at any track in the country, what would you, what would you choose? You could have the keys to anybody's ride, any class. I this is a, I drive an orange tractor, but I'd say it'd probably be Peter Norton's uh, Pro Stock. That thing is a uh, quite the machine. Yes, it is. Those things. Yep. I went to Wheatland this year, and they're top notch. Yeah, that's the that's the highest level. That's the yeah. highest level right there. Yeah, they're they're it's uh, all clean underneath. It's like wow, no oil or anything. I'm like, whew, not used to that. Well, that, that orange tractor sweats horsepower. It doesn't leak oil. It sweats horsepower. Right. Yeah. It's got it's got to work to get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It does. Yeah. What power plant, Cody? Do you have in there? Is that still an Agco, or is that a, is that the Cummins? Or yeah, it's an international. Okay, that's right. Pro stock, we can do that. Yep. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, we have a Detroit in the four one though. That's right. Okay, that's what I was thinking of. Was a Hall and Alice. Yeah, and Outlaws, you can actually, I think, you can run any motor you want. In the Pro stock class, you can. Yep. In the Pro stock, yeah. Yep. Uh, in our uh, in the four one class, the the we need the the motor needs to match ten. Work on yeah. that in the rear end, but yeah, the Pro stock class. With the component class anywhere, Cody, you can it can be anything you want. Yeah. My internet's lagging a little bit. Sorry, guys. So oh, you're all um, right. Yeah. Well, let's see here. Cody, didn't you pull at Oak Grove, Missouri? Let's see here. I actually did not pull there because I was, uh, when we first got it going and it the steering broke out of the trailer and I said, uh-huh. I'm not in it and I uh Engine builder Cole Stanberry said he'd do it, so he got on with no steering and drove it. And I thought, okay, I guess That's I should say, Cody, don't don't let that whole steering issue scare you. I, for safety reasons, we won't mention who and when and where, but I have seen a tractor go down the track with absolutely no steering wheel on it at all. So, yeah, was that Roger Rui? No, no, it wasn't Roger Rui. Was it? Okay. It, it was a John. No, I, I seen Roger Rui there at Warrensburg when the steering wheel came out with the yep. whole column after the run. But no, this one actually lined up with no steering wheel on it and made a really competitive pass. I'm sure there's some people watching that know exactly what I'm talking about, but we won't we won't spill too many beans. I'm not brave enough to do that. <laughs> Cody, Don't what do you of it, Cody. Uh, Cody, you pull in a lot of different associations. What do you appreciate about the outlaws? I don't know. I feel like everybody treats us as family. I mean, and the shows are ran really well. I mean, there's no downtime between it. Everybody's moving and moving, and you're not pulling at midnight, 1 o'clock. I mean, you can still pull with a crowd there at 10 o'clock, so that's pretty nice. I feel like yeah, some of the pools we go to, it's not ran as well, and then we're pulling at midnight, 1 o'clock, and I don't know. There's nobody in the crowd. Yeah, it's no fun to. Yeah, um, nobody, we don't make enough money to pull in front of nobody. Yeah, so, nobody put on a show on for. Right. So. That's why you're there. That is yeah. why you are there. Yeah. Who do you um? Who are some of your favorite competitors to kind of rib around with, to joke around with in the pro stock class? Because there's a lot of characters in that class. Yeah, there is. It's a good uh, group of uh, guys. I I can't think of anybody certain that I joke around with, but I feel like everybody gives everybody a little trash talk every once in a while. Yep, it's good for him. It's good yeah. for everybody. So yeah, 
And one thing I like about the outlaws is if somebody's broke, like getting ready to pull, they'll all jump in and try and help. I've seen that happen multiple times at pools, so they're willing to do whatever you need to do to get down the track. Yep, I love it a lot. Um, any so, good Rick, any Uncle Rick stories we can share with everybody? Kind of give us a laugh so we can pick on them next time we see them. <laughs> uh, I don't. I mean, not right off the top of my head. I don't have any good stories. That's fine. I'm just. We have to ask. It's it's part of our job as uh, as interviewers. You know, Cody. Yeah. I mean, he's always picking on me when we're traveling. If I fall asleep in the seat, he'll hit the little rumble and make wake up or hit me and <laughs> scare me or something. But can't yeah. think of anything else off the top of my head. But see, but those are good memories. Those are my favorite memories, honestly, Cody, is in my dad going to and from the pulse. Those are my best memories. Yeah. All the talking and, and stuff like that, you know, exactly. the time together. Yeah. Yep. yeah, we have a lot of good times. I wouldn't trade them for anything. I love it. How far, what's the farthest you pulled away from home? Uh, gosh, I don't know. It's got to be one of the outlaw pulls, probably Wisner, Nebraska, maybe the furthest okay. one, actually. So I'm in St. Louis right now. How far is Sedalia away from me? Uh, depends what part of St. Louis are you in. I'm on the south side. So you'd be probably two and a half, three hours away. I think it's like three hours from Sedalia to here to the Arch. Okay, cool. You get to like the suburbs of St. Louis, it's like two hours. All right. So you talked about Sedalia. I know they have a big pull every year. Are you guys part of that? Do you help with that? Or uh, I think Rick helps a little bit with it, but okay. we're not like the main – person they have a little uh oh what's that where it goes all the money goes back to a charity. yeah charity i can't think like of what yeah. you have somebody do you have somebody in the corner telling you what to say cody like oh uh, that's my things? fiance she goes to that one because it's close you know that's how it is Great. you're you have a fiance yeah i'm getting married in april bring her on camera let's let's check her out yeah congratulations get her in well, here she her won't here. Uh, she won't want that she just what's wants her name to, uh grace Grace, and she really loves you? Like, really? Did you have to pay her, or how do you do this thing? No, I didn't. I didn't have to pay her at all. Wow. She likes tractor pulling, and the only thing is, is her parents have uh, lake houses, so I feel like when I'm not tractor pulling, I'm at the lake. So if she likes tractor pulling, you like lake houses, it was just a good match. Is that what you're saying? You're I mean, I do, like, I do like the lake. It was a good match. I'm always busy in the summer. It makes it hard, though, to, I don't know, get away tractor pulling sometimes when I go to the lake. So is there an agreement that if she marries you, she gets to drive one time this year? Or, you know, is this a That's not up to me. Or? I don't. I don't pay the bills. <laughs> That'd be up to the boss, man. You talked about Mexico being the first show that you guys ever went to. Had you watched pulling before? Were you a pulling fan? Or? I mean, yeah, we watched the uh, RFD TV and stuff like that, and we went to like little local pools, but nothing big. We actually so went to. Uh, uh, being in a littler class, but some of those can get a little wild with those two or three turbos. Uh huh. So, do you have any pulling heroes that you've looked up to over the past? Or I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of good guys who've been pulling a lot of time and have a lot of accomplishments. I mean, yeah. I just asked, and it's I'm not picking fun at you at all. Your story's just so much different. Than a lot of the people in pulling, a lot of them, the granddad did it, and the dad did it, and yeah. so on and so forth. And they watched it since they were three years old, and you know, and like I say, nobody, we're not picking on you at all. It's just such a different story, just trying to explore it, and get it out there, because I think it's a great thing that 
you guys watch a little bit of pulling, go to a couple local pools, go to one and decide, hey, this is what we want to do. It's just fantastic. Yeah, I think Rick had watched it for quite a while, and I think he just decided, he's like, yeah, this is something I've always wanted to do, and I'm going to do it now. That's awesome. Yeah. It just shows that this sport is so addicting. I mean, a lot of people can say, yeah, I've watched it on TV, but until you've been to a pool, you have no idea what that experience is like, the sights, the smells, the sounds, just feeling the horsepower when some of these vehicles run past you, literally feeling it in your bones. Yeah, I was hooked when I got in the seat. So and now it's hard to get out and sit out for a weekend. But yeah, yeah. you're you yeah. uh, you're ruined, Cody, for the rest of your life. Just so you know, uh, it, it's I am. everybody always says they don't understand why you travel that far. But until you sit and see and get that rush, yeah, they don't know what it's like. It's gonna be it's it's in your blood now, boy. You're screwed. So yeah, hopefully Enjoy. I keep it going for many years to go. For sure. Um, anybody you want to thank tonight besides Uncle Rick? Uh, we couldn't do it without Mike Cooley or Cole Stanberry. I mean, they help us running throughout the year. I mean, every time we break down, they're there to help. So I definitely couldn't be there without him, but for sure Rick. So, I mean, he's the main one keeping it all going for everybody. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Well, Cody, um, Josh, you have any more questions for Cody? We've taken up 32 minutes of his life that he'll never have back. So I always got to that. Thanks for having me on, guys. No, you did great. Cody, we look forward to seeing you in 2022, man. Thanks for sharing your story, Cody. Winter pools. We'll see. Yeah. You I'm hoping play? to be in Kansas City. So yeah, you that's to in Kansas City. That's yeah, my plan to be in Kansas City. So good. So yeah, that's my goal as well. So all righty, cool. Have a good night, Cody. Nice to Cody. See ya. Cool just story there, Josh. Excellent story. Like I, you just can't say it enough. The guys that just come out of nowhere and decide, hey, this is what I want to do. You know, it's not five generations of pulling or anything. It's there's so many people involved in this from all walks of life and different backgrounds and stories. I just and honestly, you hit right on it. I mean, a lot of the the people we've had on have been third or fourth generation pullers. And, you know, yeah. I always, I just always assumed Rick was his dad. You know, I didn't ask if you see an older guy, it's same last name. Well, that's your dad. That's a father son thing. So that's uh-huh. very cool that he's sharing that with him. Super cool. Super cool. Yes, definitely. I think we got one more guest tonight. Is he? Any yeah, Bronson's not on yet. Bronson Gibbons, he drives a pro, a pro stock four by four truck. He's supposed to be coming on with us tonight. So, Ron is um, on Vic. Last week he had bad internet, and then this he couldn't get on. So I just did a video show last week because we didn't have anybody lined up and nobody jumped on. And then this week we had Cody Scheibe on, mm-hmm. and um, we'll see if Bronson's going to jump on. Josh, get him in there. Talk a little bit about the four wheel drives. Complete different aspect of the world. So what's going on in Oklahoma this time of year for you? Are you still busy in the oil fields, or what do we got going on? Oh, man, the oil field is always busy. We've been setting a unit last couple weeks, putting a big compressor together, fixing to fire it up tomorrow. I was, you know, Ron talked to me about 3.30, and I was like, yeah, I can do that, no problem. And I got home at like 6 and had time to wash my face and grab something to eat and jump in here. So, you know, thinking I would be home at 4, 4.30 and – like normal, the oil field, anything that can go wrong does go wrong. Yep. So. Speaking of somebody needs to wash his face, welcome, Bronson Gibbons. <laughs> hey, hey, Bronson. How are you guys doing? Good. You? Bronson, where can I find some pictures of the truck at? 
Uh, I think my brother has a Facebook page on Gibbons Poland team. Okay. It does, uh, Gibbons Poling, it's without a G, so. Okay. I'll find it. The pro stock four before. Yep. Give us the rundown of it. Tell us all about it. Year, make, model, engine. It's a, it's a 1979 Ford Bronco that is actually stretched out, so it has wheelbase. It's a 472 cubic inch uh, Ford. It's got a 465 Muncie uh, with ProFab guts in the transmission. It's got Dana 60 in the front, 14 bolt in the back. You're giving out a lot more secrets than most people. You're being quite open about what it is. A lot of a lot of them that come on here. Oh, it's a, it's a '65 Ford with just a little old motor in it and a transmission. You're going into a lot of detail, Bronson. I like it. Giving out the hints and advice here. Yep, yeah. I got nothing to hide. I knew Bronson. Once Bronson got on, the comments would start. This is going to be good tonight. So, yeah. How long have you been pulling with Outlaws, Bronson? This last year was actually my first year I joined with the Outlaws. Okay, where'd you and pull before the Outlaws? Before the Outlaws, I jumped around with uh, Nebraska Truck and Track Pullers Association, uh, Mid America Truck and Track Pullers, and uh, Nebraska Bush. Oh yeah. So first first year out with the Outlaws, what'd you think of the association and the shows? Oh, it it's a great, great environment. Everyone's so friendly. They're so welcoming. Shows are run smoothly. So great. And the truck is Razzmatazz, right? Is that the name? Yep, yep. So where Anything behind the name of the truck? The name Bronson? actually came. Yeah, that my mom was the one that actually named it. She pulled it before I did, and back then I actually had bar tires on it because Nebraska truck and track pullers you can run street tires or bar tires in their pro stocks. And the way she came up with the name is actually she saw a crayon that name was Razzmatazz, and she just hit hook. It was set perfectly, and then. With my dad actually run, uh, he has one called Two Truck, and it has a Wiley Coyote on the back of it. It fit perfectly, so we could put uh, Taz from Looney Tunes on there. Awesome, good little story there. So, mom and mom and dad pulled. Are are they the originators, or were their parents in the sport? Or yep, yep, they're the ones that started it. My dad started in the '80s with his uh, regular street pickup. That uh, he just regularly drived, and then he ended up building one that was kind of souped up a little bit. It had uh, actually had pivot tires before bar tires, and actually had nitrous. Uh huh. And then <coughs> I want to say about 2000 or so, they actually built this pickup, and uh, it originally was the actual Bronco shortened up and everything. But it actually had problems with bouncing and everything, so Dad ended up lengthening it out and putting a pickup box on it. It looks really good. He he did a good job blending it together. It 
for the diehard fans, you can tell it's a Bronco, but for the ones mm-hmm. that wouldn't be familiar with them, it just flows. Nothing looks odd about it at all. So, oh yeah, it it turned out really good. A lot of a lot of Bondo. Yeah, a lot of Bondo. I bet. <laughs> so, what was your best finish of the year? We didn't get to see you out with the full schedule. What was your best finish of the year? I don't remember what my best finish with the Outlaws was. Um, I remember Ravana had a farm pole, like kind of a farm pole, and they had some pro stock four-wheel drives up there, and I actually ended up first there. So that was my best finish. That's a good deal. Anytime, anytime you're first in a place like Ravana is a big deal. Oh, yeah. You guys, you guys going to try to make the full schedule this next year or still going to be – before you can, or what's the uh, plans for 22? I'd like to try to, but with work, I got to work every other weekend, so it's kind of hard. Dad's actually going to hopefully join two with the Outlaws, and the ones I can't hit, he'll probably try to hit with my pickup, and we're going to try to hit some more. That'd be good. That'd be good. Any? Do you guys have any... Uh, allies with the outlaws the people you go to for you know when you need help or advice or anything any of the pro stock four-wheel pullers that you really become good friends with oh yeah i became really good friends with uh mike compton and all of them and then uh marty and loretta selman they helped me out a lot the engine that's actually in my pulling pickup right now is used to be in rat trap when i was a pro street four by four yeah, you you said it used to be in the trap. That's what I was going to ask. Is that from back in the Pro Street days? Right. Yep, that was back in the Pro Street. I tell you, Marty Loretta and the Comptons are all good people. You you got some good people there that you're hanging around with, and it just happens to be that they're diehard Ford pullers. So you know that works well too. Oh yeah, diehard Ford all the way. Oh yeah, I was actually fortunate enough. Marty and Loretta invited me to drive the rat trap this year after the outlaw season at the MSTPA hookup in Nevada, Missouri. Oh, man, it was a blast. I've been around this thing pretty well my entire life and do the announcement. That was the first time I'd ever got set in a seat. It was a thrill like none other, I promise. Yeah, once you're in the seat, you're hooked. I, I envy you getting to do it on a regular basis, I promise you. Oh yeah, it's so much fun. So what what's on Bronson's bucket list? If you could go anywhere you want, where is the pool that you want to be in? Uh, I've got Rock Valley and Wisner. Those are two are my bucket list for ever since when I was a little kid. Um, I'd love to go pull up the Cornhusker Classic and at the uh, the one in uh, Kansas City. The Talking about the Cowtown show? Yep, the Cowtown showdown. Yep. You going down there in March? I wish I could, but I couldn't get off work, so I won't be able to make it. Couldn't get off work. Move the view so we can see the Bronco in the background. (laughs) Bronson, can you move your camera so we can see the truck in the background? There it is. Hold on. 
<laughs> Give me a second here. I'll hide that comment. I'll make you big. Give me a second. But yeah, there it I is. Got, speak. Whoops. Wow. <laughs> wrong big guy, Jason. I do. No, it wasn't me. I swear. I think you pushed the wrong button. Yeah, you don't have to make me any bigger. I like your background you got there, Josh. You can put it around yeah. your big, beautiful head. You got your orange hat on tonight for Cody Shiby. Yeah, yeah. I got, you know, just a little bit of everything. Got my bulletproof buck shirt on and my orange hat, you know. Did we say it? Is it Shiby or Shiby? Did we say that? Shiby. Shiby, okay. Yeah. I don't want to butcher that. So. Yeah. Did, did we lose Bronson altogether? Is he gone? He'll, yeah, well, he'll come back. There he, He's coming back in right now. So there he is. These are pullers. They're not the best of technology sometimes. I hear you. Josh. Hey, we've seen you somewhere before. Can you hear us, Bronson? His internet's pretty laggy. Yeah. Looks like he's sitting inside of a metal shop. That may be killing him. No, and that's what's tough. I mean, we need the internet for the show. It is. I was. I got a couple more videos on their on their pulling team page. I'm gonna put their pulling team page, everybody, in the um, in the comments. So you can go give them a like. They have 337 likes now. Let's try to get them up to 500 here tonight. That'd be sure. pretty cool. See if we can help them out a little bit. I'm gonna kill Bronson on this one. Just let him try to come yeah. back in. Go ahead. That I know that they were at Wisner. Had a little bit of tough luck, I think, Saturday night. Don't think they did real great. You might see if you can find the video from Friday. I think they did pretty decent Friday. I may be sticking my foot in my mouth. Now, do, they own the, do you think they own the Grim Reaper, too? I don't know. They seem to share that video, or maybe that's just one of their buddies. Maybe yeah, I don't know. may just be a friend. I, I really, you know, I... I don't want to say I'm new to the Outlaws, but I'm new as involved as I am with the Outlaws this year. And even though I've walked the pits for hours at these shows, there are just so many people to talk to. Well, that's, that's where Ron has visited a bunch so far. So, yeah, as much as you and I, we all pick on Ron, what he knows is just it's the, the people, the knowledge he has. So, oh, yeah. Okay. For sure. William says the Grim Reaper is his, is his brothers. Okay, cool. Gotcha. Well, I'm going to play some videos for a little bit, Josh, while we're waiting for him. Yeah, go ahead. To come back on. So, Have you have you had any of this crappy, terrible weather in Oklahoma at all? We really haven't. You know, that whole storm that tore up Kentucky and, oh, that was just terrible over there. We got some wind and about 16 drops to an acre out of it, but that was it, man. It's really been nice down here. We've been up in the 60s and 70s every day, mid-40s overnight. They're actually predicting. So this one says Kearney, Nebraska. So here we go. And their video is over. Here's the Grim Reaper from the Gibbons polling team.
Was that at Ravenna, I believe? Yeah. Yeah, that was Ravenna. I thought so. It looked like that track up there. That was a good show. Well, what do you got locked, Josh, for announcing for 2022? What do you got locked down for the Outlaws right now? Uh, for the Outlaws, I'll obviously be at Ravenna, uh, White Wright, Wisner, Chicken Shea, several in between. I'll be at Rock Valley. Looking forward to all those. You know, the Outlaw season starts off just bam, bam, bam. We've got Dubuque, Ravana, Rock Valley, White Wright, Texas, all right there within the first month, basically. Yeah. Just huge shows to kick off the season. And then we've got so many great shows throughout the gap, if you will, between Rock Valley and Wisner. We're just anywhere and everywhere. This schedule's looking bigger and better than ever before. So I'll be all the big ones. I don't have anything locked down per se on the, uh, I don't want to call them the smaller shows because there is no small outlaw shows, but. There we go. So, you know, it's, it's looking good though. It's going to be a busy year. Yep. Bronson, can you hear us now? Yep. I can hear you. Sorry. I had to move inside there and that's not the greatest. No, we, the metal shops are, the metal shops are always tough, Bronson. We understand that. Hmm. There you go. We see you now. All righty. Well, we showed some video, Bronson, of uh, the Grim Reaper and your truck there while you were getting running into the house. So, and, and William said, "Is William your dad?" Uh, William's my brother. My dad's Mark Gibbons. Okay. So, and yeah, then my brother. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. He said, "William says Grim Reaper is his brother's." So. Yep. Grim Reaper is my brother's. He actually went down to Missouri and bought that from, I think, Harden Sutherland, I think was his name. Pulls that green instigator, pro stock wheel drive. And it's kind of a running joke because uh, my dad has the Wiley Coyote. I have Taz. So his is yellow. So, so to go along with the Looney Tunes, uh, we call it Tweety Bird for him. He doesn't <laughs> like that so much, but keeps with the Looney Tunes. <laughs> You're missing out, Bronson. You need to get a sign made. Just hide that on the truck when he's not around. <laughs> yeah, he probably he probably wouldn't like that too much, but it'd be pretty funny. We we will from now on affectionately know the Grim Reaper as Tweety Bird. <laughs> we always try to Bronson. We always try to get one good story out of everybody before we let him go. So mm-hmm. we got we got some Tweety Bird action there. Yeah. So. <laughs> So, Bronson, a question that Jason and Ron, you know, normally on here, they ask just about all the young guns. Anywhere, anytime, any pool, any vehicle, what would you drive and where? doesn't have to be outlaw. It can be anything in the pulling world. Dad's not going to like this, and it's going to go against my Ford all the way beliefs, but it's got to be the Holman uh, four-play Chevy modified four-wheel drive, and I would love to pull that at Bowling Green. The four play at Bowling Green. Wow, what an ambition right there. That yeah. would definitely be a four-wheel drive to be in control of if ever there was one. That thing, that truck is iconic. I mean, oh yeah. There was a picture taken of just the front end of it sitting in the trailer at Rock Valley last year. 
and put online, look who come to play. And the response was just unreal. Just off the uh, front bumper, people that knew the four play machine and the Holman brothers. Yep. As soon as I saw that, uh, we were actually building that shop I was in. And I told dad, I was like, I'm going to Rock Valley just to watch it. And I couldn't get yeah. out of helping build the shop. But <laughs> but you tried. So. Yeah, I tried. It didn't last very long, but I tried. That was kind of the same story. I mean, it was iconic that Holmans were there. And then when Esden Lane came to Wisner this uh -huh. summer, the amount of people that came Saturday night to see Esden, it was, it was through the charts. Yeah. Word got out Friday. He was there and. There was hundreds of people in the stands Saturday night just to see that tractor. Oh, yeah. I I remember watching him when I was growing up. So when I figured out he was showing up, that was – oh, that was awesome. I had to go see him and talk to him Saturday night and I actually got a selfie with him. So that was pretty cool. Nice. Bronson, where do you live at? I live at home with my parents still in uh, Riverdale. I'm in Riverdale? college right now. Yep. Cool. Is that Riverdale, Nebraska? Yep, Riverdale, Nebraska. What What's the closest big town that I would recognize? Uh, probably Kearney. Okay, how um, far is that? That's about 15 minutes away. Okay, cool. I pulled in Lincoln a couple years ago. How far are you from Lincoln? I think Lincoln's about an hour and a half, two hours away, I think. Okay, not bad at all. What's the weather like out there for you, Bronson? We've had some big storms, you know, in the, in the Midwest. What's it been like for you guys the last couple of weeks? It's been Nebraska weather. It's one week it was 70 degrees the first week of December, and then next week we had snow, and then now it's climbing back up to the 60s. Yeah. It's supposed to be pretty warm in Wisconsin tomorrow, super windy, but like possibly in the 60s. So all the snow is yeah, going to melt. So. Yeah, we're supposed to get pretty good winds tomorrow too. Yep. I, I think – the way they're talking this year, it's supposed to be I'm dreaming of a bright Christmas instead of a white Christmas. Seems <laughs> to be the trend populating everywhere. Bronson, what are some of your earlier early pulling memories with dad? Do you remember? Like any certain things at first pulls or what are some good what are some of them good uh, goose bumpy childhood memories you have with dad? Oh probably just I remember just driving in the semi going everywhere every weekend with mom and dad and truck with that uh with my brother too it was yeah. oh those it was always fun traveling going poles my yeah, favorite memory of polling wise was actually 2019 when dad my brother and i all pulled with nebraska and my brother went like 316 he thought he had it beat and then my dad came out and went like 355 and then i came out with 348 or something like that so it was oh that pull is awesome i remember that one that'll stick with me forever that's a that's good awesome. ride there and oh, I, yeah. I, I i love your answer bronson you know jason and ron get to do this weekly talk to guys i get to do it on occasion everybody seems to have that memory of traveling to and from the pools that sets in the forefront of their mind. It's nine times out of 10. The first answer you get is not, Oh, well being at this pool, it's all traveling and talking and the stories that were told on the roads. And it's, that's part of this sport. It's, it's just unreal. The memories that we make and share getting to what we're going to do. 
Yeah, I remember one year we were going to Central City, Nebraska for a pull for the bush. And we were taking the semi on flatbed with my brothers and mine. We got to, I want to say, Grand Island and we blew a tire. Luckily, no, we got to Gibbon, we blew a tire. And then we put the spare on and then we got to Grand Island, blew another tire. And it was getting close on time. We actually ended up calling a place and they ended up uh, putting a new tire on so we could make it to the pole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you talk about that. I I think it was Omer, if I'm not mistaken, and if if I am, please please don't put my name on a list there in the Omer Mafia somewhere. But down there at, this year at uh, where was it, Jason? The weekend before Spencer, Cape Girardeau. Yep, where they actually moved the class, giving him time to get there. He was having troubles getting there, and so they actually put the class a little bit later in the show to let him get there. So you're definitely not alone with having problems getting to and from the events. Hey, uh, I'm sure there's a comment coming here somewhere from someone. Bronson, what's Tyler says, don't forget about the bag of pulling toys. What's that all about? Oh, when you guys had Haley on that, oh, I had the, I have a big old uh, to go bag that's just full of toys that would literally go in the semi and it would stay in the semi ready for poles no matter what. And when Cole Barrett and Tyler Spatansky and I would go out and we'd make our own track and we'd pull in the dirt for the whole entire pull. And I remember with Haley too, is uh, she would always want to come play with us, but we always said no girls allowed. So we made a bunch of memories playing in the dirt and everything. It was a lot of good memories. That's what it's all about. Yeah, buddy. That's what it's all about. So what are you guys doing to the trucks this winter? Um, first plan was I actually, I still run iron heads. So we were wanting to put some aluminum heads on, but that's probably not going to happen this winter. But we probably, I'm going to try to convince dad we're going to try to lose some weight in the rear end because I still run uh, leaf springs in the rear end. So we're going to try to get rid of them and, Lose some more weight so we can move it to the front. Nice. There's always something to be done, isn't there, sir? <laughs> oh yeah, it's a it's a vicious cycle. Once you get more horsepower, you start breaking stuff, and when you figure out that, then it's about time you got to get more horsepower. Yep. Anybody you want to thank before your dad or anybody else, family, friends, sponsors, anything like that, Bronson? I want to thank my dad, my mom, my brother for all the work and letting me go to polls. I'd like to thank my boss at Napa for letting me go to the polls and get days off so I can go. And then also like to thank uh, Case IH, Schaefer's VP, and DeKalb for letting us put help put on the Outlaw shows. Nice. Well, you rehearse, did you rehearse that, Bronson? That was pretty polished there, kiddo. <laughs> that was. I may have put a little bit and then. Josh has got all the sponsors in the back, so it kind of helped me a little bit. <laughs> There's that's, the Bronson. that's what I'm here for, man. <laughs> what do you call that thing in the middle, like that. though? That big guy with the hat on. What do you call him? I, I don't Just know what that is. <laughs> that's the Joshua. That, that is, yeah. We're not <laughs> gonna get Joshua. into we're not gonna get into what that sponsor is. <laughs> but it, it is not the police force in Wisner, Nebraska, I promise you. Right. That's that's some chicka shape. That's some chicka yeah. shape right there. 
Yeah, orange, orange is a good color on me when I choose to wear it, but only. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, Bronson, you got anything else tonight before we let you go, bud? Oh, just thank you guys for letting me have come on the show and everything. No, it's fun. Uh, the Young Guns has been it's been a great. Um, I don't know if that was Nelson's invention or Stone's invention. It really honestly doesn't matter, but it's part of the Outlaws now, and it's been really fun, and the Outlaws have embraced it, and they talked about it at the Banquet Bronson. There's going to be T-shirts, you know, just it's going to kind of be a, uh, a fraternity, and it's really yeah. neat. And you are, you guys are the future of pulling, and you hate your money just like the rest of us, so God bless you. God bless you, Bronson. Anyway, to promote the sport, I love it. On TikTok, Instagram, anything. Anything to promote the poll. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I shared one of your videos from uh, from your page to Beer Money Pulling Team. So hopefully you get some more love tonight. Okay. So. Okay. And I got some uh, TikToks too on there. So. Okay. Cool. What is your TikTok handle? Uh, it should be Bronson Forty Six. Okay. Got it. I'll check it out and I'll be sure to like some of them. So. All righty. Josh, you got anything left for Bronson? I think that's it, Bronson. We look forward to seeing you this next year. Thanks for coming on and spending a little bit of time with us. We appreciate it, man. You guys are, you young guns are the future of this sport. So always good to talk to you and get to know you some yep. more. We look forward to seeing you. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Bronson. Yep. Merry Christmas. Yep. Merry Christmas. New Year. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. You did great. Thank you. I hope I didn't kick him off too early there. Sorry. Yeah, it'll be all right if we did. We don't want to mad at you. Like, like you said, the Elmer Mafia, they'll cats. come find you. They will. You got to watch them cats. <laughs> awesome stories, you know, by both of them we had on tonight. Cody and Bronson both. Just such a different way that they come to it, but we're all still here for this one thing that we get together and spend entirely too much money doing. So. I like how he rattled the sponsors off, and then he goes, that's because Josh has them yeah. in the background. I'm glad you're good for something, Runyon. That makes me smile. That makes I me have smile. my moments, you know. Yeah, this Tuesday night thing, I never thought it would take off like it did, and, man, it's been uh, it's been phenomenal. Um, it has. People- it, is, it is huge. I mean, I seen last week, I think it was – Somebody commented we had over a thousand live viewers. That's and, yeah, that video. People love the video. I mean, we have yeah. our diehards that watch us talking like this, Josh. But like last week, um, I didn't have anybody lined up. Ron was having technical difficulties. So I went straight to did a video show. That 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 video show reached three hundred and thirty thousand timelines on Facebook. Wow. That's just it was, unreal. It was insane. That, it, I've never I don't know if it was just a goof in the algorithm or whatever, but I have not seen so in you know I'm all ate up on this Facebook stuff. Oh, and, yeah. Um, when Facebook Live first came out, it was the Wild West. We would do – I was pulling primarily just with Badger State then, and we would go live at these polls every four, five, six, seven thousand people live. It was just – I mean, all over the country, the world, it was awesome. And they were – I mean, they had reaches like of a million people. It was wild. And then, you know, Facebook went public, and they started charging for all this stuff, and then – you know, the algorithms got tuned down a little bit, but still I, I had not had one take off like that Tuesday night. I don't know, you know, if for those of you that are on social media and you work it, you gotta get comments. That drives if you wanna if you want a viral post, get comments. Get yeah. people to engage and comment on your post. That's why 
you know, we'll say in our videos, and you should do the same thing. Where are you watching from tonight? What's the weather like at your place? You know, we've been doing a lot more questions of the day on the Outlaw page, on the Beer Money page, on my personal page. You know, we want to know what you're thinking. And I read through these as a promoter of the sport and try to share these ideas with people on how to make their events better. You know, and you heard Cody say it. I don't want to pull at one in the morning. You know, you heard both of them yeah. say tonight, what do you appreciate about the Outlaws? Fast moving show, pulling family, you know, and that was, we don't, we don't script these guys ahead of time. <laughs> I mean, we're wow. barely lucky. We're so unorganized. We're barely lucky to know who we're going to have an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just because it's a hobby. I mean, we work hard on all of this to do all this, but every single Tuesday night, you know, we put this together. So, you know, Cody was talking about going down to Wheatland and watching the pool and don't get me wrong. PPL's class act. They put on a good show. Oh Wheatland yeah. Is, Wheatland is a great show. But it's just so darn long for the hook count that they have. It's it's because of the TV competition, but it's so long for the count of hooks. It's because of the TV, Josh. And then you go to a Wisner where we run two hundred hooks in what was it, four hours this year, four or five hours. Yep. I mean, we were sending one down the track less than two minute intervals. It's yep. you can keep people engaged at that speed. Well, and I will tell you, and I and I agree, the outlaws move fast. But for the PPL shows, when they're filming for Mav TV, it purposely is slowed down. Oh yeah. The radio people in the tower are telling you, hey, they got to get all this stuff off because they don't want any track equipment when they're trying to film both tracks, and that's what happens at a Wheatland. But I right. think he was just talking that full blown pro stock class is just it's it's stupid. They're making oh, yeah. thirty five hundred horsepower now out of those big ones, you know, yeah. and that's what I love that class. But I'm worried about that class long term, just because how many people want to just continue to throw their money at those things? And there, there will always be some. But oh, the yeah. outlaw pro stock rules, I think, are going to become nationwide. I really, really do. I don't know. I what think I think the outlaw pro stocks have the perfect mix of power, and if you can even use this word in the sport of pulling, affordability. Yeah, and yeah. Careful with that word. We're in a power range that guys can build them but they're not tearing them up weekly. I used to hear, you know, I used to think that antique pulling would be cheap. And I've talked to some antique pullers. There's guys with more billet parts than those than I have in my 4-1. So oh, yeah, any class that you want to pull and you can make it stupid. But, yes. you know, and I still give Doug Roberts a lot of credit. He caught a lot of crap about these limitations on these classes when he rolled them out, you know, years ago. But mm -hmm. for the pro stock class, it's really benefited the outlaws. And it um, is, it's been a great thing. You know, it's, yeah. They've stepped up a little bit since Doug Roberts had it, just a little rule here and there. But for the main part, it's still the limited version of the rules that he laid down. But like I say, the guys can build them. They've got a ton of power, but they can keep them together where they're at. As yeah, I've been told the outlaw pros, again, I love diesel tractors. So I'm not even going to be shy about it. That's what I grew up with. That's what I have. Um, yeah, I've been told the outlaw pros are in that 32 to 3,300 horsepower range, the top ones. Now, I could be wrong. I could be right, but that's what I've heard. And I, yeah. I feel like that makes sense from where, where the four ones are with the four one. And I'm not sure if it's a five inch or a five one Weimer that is it's required. Five. Okay. So, yeah. but I know other people are talking about it. I've heard it with other different associations uh, on the state level at, the, at that point of view. And then exciting for the outlaws, they picked up that heartland polling series. Um, I know they're in chatter. They're in talks with other, other associations as well. Uh, to basically become like a state association of the outlaws. And that's where the outlaws footprint is going to grow and grow and grow. Uh, it's what the NTPA did with the regions. 
It's what right. PPL has done with the with the state level, the, the Badger states, the Mid South. Um, but um, there is a uh, there's a lot of room in Iowa yet for the Outlaws to grow. But oh, I yeah. mean, I think I think you're up to 48 hooks this year. The Outlaws are. I mean, yikes. Uh, the hook count is, I don't have an official count, but it is up in the mid to high 40s. And slowly but surely, they're starting to migrate some back south. Uh, not to my own horn, but I think Chickasha was a milestone to bring it back to the outlaws. How many years was that uh, not happening since Dave? It, this was the first one in 10 years. Really? Really. And it, you know... Back when Dave was doing the Chickasha pool, there was the Enid pool, and there was Chickasha, and they pulled in Longridale, and there was a pull in Miami every year. I don't think the Miami was necessarily a strictly outlaw show, but there was pulls to bridge that gap between the North and Texas. And I say the North and Texas, but there's nothing else down there but Texas. So there was pulls there to bridge that gap. And I think it's so great to see them start migrating a little farther south and farther south. We're back in Oklahoma. We had the first sanctioned pull in the state of Oklahoma in a few years, not just outlaws, but the first sanctioned pull period. Yep. That's not an antique show. Yep. Nothing wrong with antiques. No, but it was a great thing to bring back and start bridging that gap again. If you don't mind, Josh, I'm just going to kind of roll through the Facebook page and show everybody yeah. something. That's, and, and again, I consider myself somewhat of a self-taught dummy when it comes to Facebook. But a Facebook page is not a website. Um, a Facebook page, it's, it's where we post information. The, those that we can post on there, Josh and I, Dave, Ron, and some of the editors and admins of the page. But you're not going to see every single outlaw post on your timeline. Okay, When you go to Facebook and you click on your timeline and you scroll... Facebook puts on there, that's your TV station for Facebook. They think, based upon what you've done in the past, your likes, your clicks, your comments, your shares, what you want to see. But if you want to see all of the outlaw posts, you need to go to the outlaw page once a day and scroll through that because you're not going to see every post out there. There's, that's just that's just how it works. And I, I want to make sure everybody completely understands that. So if you have a Facebook page, you encourage your followers to, hey, make sure you go visit our page and treat it like a website. And go to that page once a day and scroll through so you don't miss everything. And I'm pretty adamant about that with beer money because sometimes we post 20 times a day. Um, depends oh, yeah. how many people oh, are yeah. jumping on there and what they got. But so like an exciting thing for I'm uh, I'm helping promote the the Polar's Championship in Nashville, Illinois. We have some outlaw pullers that have been invited to that. And tonight we uh, we announced that uh, the Deer Factor is going to uh, they have accepted their invitation to the Polar's Championships. May 13th and 14th in Nashville, Illinois. So I, I shared that over to the Outlaw page from the Polar Championship. Um, here's our live right now. We started off the show with, um, uh, there we are, Josh. Man, we're good looking. <laughs> and we started the show off with Dave, uh, you know, at the PRI show. So if you want to scroll through there and see all that, this was the event I posted earlier. Question of the day, Taylor Van Beek posted this. What was the best Outlaw poll you have attended? And there's 80 comments on there. So if I'm an outlaw puller or if I'm a promoter, I'm clicking on these, right? I'm clicking oh, on yeah. If I'm Josh Runyon, I'm looking for somebody saying Chickasha, right? Yeah, for sure. I actually scrolled through that post earlier looking at what the answers were. Not necessarily expecting Chickasha, but I like hearing everybody's opinion, you know. As yeah. a promoter, that helps me look and say, okay, 
80 comments and 30 films in Rock Valley. What can I do to help make my show more on par with Rock Valley? You know, yeah. it's it's not just reading for entertainment purposes. You can learn from this stuff an immense amount. Right. You know, we always got somebody from a different country spamming, so I got to delete them. Uh -huh. God, she commented on every single one of them. Yeah, anybody that commented, I seen she threw up her own little comment. Yeah, we need to click on those and ban those people from the page. Yeah. So yeah. I'll get rid of her right now. Look at that. Stop right there where you're at, Jason. Ah. Over there on the, oh, you just you jumped. See? On the insights, that top number there. Right there. That's the last 28 days, 254,000 people. That's awesome. Yep. That, in, the that summer, in the summer, that's in the millions. So. Oh, yeah. But for mid-December, everybody thinking of Christmas, and we've still got a quarter of a million people scrolling through the outlaw page. That well, is I mean, fantastic. It's because we're keeping the page, we're keeping the page yeah. engaging, though. Yeah. We're asking questions and stuff like that. And I... Every polling page needs to do that. That's why my hashtag is promote 365. You got to promote these things all year round. Absolutely. I'm trying to block that person. Andrea Spadansky, doing a great job with the young guys. Thank you. We appreciate that. Okay. I think I got that person blocked, Josh. You get it handled. I think so. You're the man. <laughs> Stop it. And making me blush. <laughs> but just kind of scroll through the page. But yeah, check the page out a couple times a week, guys. It's fun. And comment on stuff that you like, you know, and share stuff around that you like. It's, it's a lot of fun to do that. But it's been fun to read through these, some of these comments. Here's a lot of Dave's videos from PRI. These are great. Um, he was really highlighting the Outlaw sponsors and then showing off the venue. So pretty, pretty cool that Dave was out there and able to do all that stuff. I've been trying to make the Outlaw logo fit in the Facebook thing. And I, I need to get a really good logo, Josh, and get it sized properly. Uh-huh. Because when I go smaller, it looks fuzzy. But it fits in the circle. It's just yeah. Very, there's VP Racing. This is um. Those are our Outlaw Pulling TV guys. Is that Nate? I don't know. That, that, is, one. that is Nate. Yes, sir. Okay. And then Hearts. They're the Super Farm uh, Class Turbo. They had a booth down at PRI. But yeah, I mean, you can kind of read, go through the page and check everything out a little bit. It's got a lot of good stuff on there. And we and we need you, the fan, to truly engage with the page and comment on it. And um, Mino. That's what we need. We need comments. We need likes. We need shares. Um, we all do this uh, as a hobby. You know, th this all this social media stuff. So please, please, we need your help with it. Just like, comment, share all the all, the, all, all posts that you see. Something else on to that note, Jason. You know, if any promoters watching or pullers that are trying to support and grow their pulling team, you don't need ten thousand dollars worth of equipment to do this. I mean. 90% of that stuff that you see on our website right there, shot off a cell phone. Yep. One of the greatest cameras you can have. It is. 
Well, I think too many people think there they, needs to be perfect video, and it doesn't. Mm -hmm. It needs to be edited. Now, the Olmers, speaking of the Olmers, they, they're whoever makes their videos, their money. They're great. You know, they have all the distances and stuff like that. But somebody's taking time to do that, and they, and they work great, and I always share them around. But um, Craig says 2015 Outlaw Mods ran twice in Beggs. This is all Oklahoma, right? Yeah. No, some Texas, too. Longdale, Muskegee, Muskegee. Oh. That's all Oklahoma. That's Longdale, oh. Oklahoma. Okay, sorry. I thought that was Texas. Yeah. Enid, Muskogee, Enid, Woodward. Yep. So, Josh, how many people were in Chickasha? Like, in the, like, what did you guys, like, what did you take through the gate that night? You know, like, not dollars, but people. We took a little over 2,000 people through the gate. Okay. How does that compare to the past? Do you remember? Or do you know? It's pretty on par with the numbers that used to happen. So, I mean, we had a good turnout, obviously, for the first year. We're going to two days this year. I am really, really projecting and hoping to see 6,000 people over now, two days this year. Did you have extra places for people to see? Because the video I watched live, it looked like that place was pretty full, Josh. We were pretty full. We were pretty full. We had a little bit of room, but we've done some work with the fire commission, and they are going to get us some extra bleachers for this year. Okay. So we're going to open up around another 500 seats. Nice. So, I mean, at absolute capacity between the people standing and watching, setting in the seats, we'll be right around 3,000, 3,200. Okay. And I'm hoping for a capacity crowd both nights. I mean, we've had just the feedback from it was phenomenal. The day after the show, the fair board contacted me wanting to know when I was coming for 22, if I would do the same date and if I could grow it to two days. So that was just a no-brainer. We went to two days. We've talked to some of the sponsors that we had. Every one of them is back on board, investing. A lot of them have grown their investments, so we're thankful for that. And it's just, it's looking to be a fantastic show. We're adding at least one, possibly two classes this year. So we're going to have some diesel pickups, uh, possibly bringing down the pro stock four wheel drives, maybe even the light super stocks, along with the three classes we had last year. So Great. growing leaps and bounds. Well, Craig Ulmer says, looking forward to two nights in Chickasha. Yeah. Fantastic. And That's got to make you feel good as a promoter, John. It does. And two nights is, I wish I could have done two nights last year, but it was such a, I don't want to say sketchy because it wasn't sketchy at all, but just with the test and trying to make sure that I was going to be able to fill the seats, I didn't feel comfortable going on the line for two nights. Mm -hmm. And I'm so thankful to all these guys that drove hundreds and hundreds of miles to come down for a one-night pool. Yeah, I don't know if any other associations were pullers put on the miles like they do in the Outlaws. Yeah. So it's pretty spread out. You know, the Homers drove all the way down for one night. All the guys from South Texas drove eight hours up for one night. Yeah, but you're rewarding them, Josh, and that's awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're rewarding them with two hooks because at the end of the day, that's you want a two-hook show. Or oh, if we're yeah. going to travel, we like to like have them be somewhat close to each other. Like maybe Friday night here and Saturday night here, that also works as well. But Yes. Um, but you have the passion, Josh, that the sport needs. And honestly, what the state of Oklahoma needs to really pull stuff off. You know what I mean? So I'm hoping my goal within five years is to have a pulling venue built. That's specifically, we do nothing there but pull at least 
one kick-ass show, maybe two per year. So I, like I would love to do a three-day pulling weekend and grow that to possibly even doing that twice a year. That would be awesome. Or we could just get tons of variety, possibly even in the future graduating into like two nights of qualifying and one night of finals. Yep. More I know that um, layout, so to speak. Yeah, not saying right. I can compete with Louisville, but more of their platform. Yeah. No, there's somebody doing that. Hey, everybody, Josh and I are getting ready to wrap it up. So if you have any final questions or comments, please type them in. Um, Decoy, Illinois has got an indoor poll coming up the first weekend of March, Josh, and they're doing six classes and Friday night, Saturday day are qualifiers and the finals are Saturday night. So kind of what, right. what you're talking about a little bit. So, yeah, I, I think that would be awesome to be able to do that with, and I would love to get it to an area and a level where we can draw, not just outlaws. I want to see. Texas pullers coming up. I would love to draw some of the guys from back east out here that can fit our rules packages, some of the four-wheel drives and tractors of that nature. Yep. Now, I think it would be great to be one of the big pulls of the year, to grow a Rock Valley here in Chickasha or a Wisner here in Chickasha. There's no reason it can't happen, my man. Nothing time and money can't handle. Exactly. And – for some reason, if you can find the money, you can find the time. Exactly. Is that the truth? But. Well, Josh, I'm going to wrap this baby up. I'm going to play my little favorite video I like to play of my buddy from Canada, in third gear, Dan. Dan the man, Taylor. <laughs> and then, uh, Dan, third gear, Taylor. Josh, any Tuesday night you're available, just send me a Facebook message and I'll send you the link. I'd love to have you on. The more, the merrier. So. Hey, great, buddy. I appreciate it. I appreciate you a lot. I uh, appreciate our guests tonight. Cody and Bronson, they did a great job uh, representing the Young Guns. Ron's kind of working on trying to get a legend on. He's had a couple legends tell him, no, I don't want to be on Facebook. So there you go. So that, that, that might happen with some of our legends. So, Not to sound harsh, but some of them older older timers are stuck in their way a little bit. You know, they they figure you either know who they are or you don't. They don't really care. <laughs> they, could give a, they could give a crap. So Right. But, um, Jason, thanks for having me. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Thank everybody for watching. We appreciate that. And I'm going to play my video, and then I'm going to kill it. Have a good night, everybody. The first edition of Outlawed without Ron Stone. Without Ron Stone. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, how did you do? I got second place. I lost before V. And today? I was, I was 700 pounds late because I didn't really know the weight of the tractor, and I was the first time I ever pulled her. And today. Today. Well, let's talk about today. <laughs> I put her in a 16,000 pound class. I put her in turret gear. They were all 280, 290. One was 310, maybe 312. And you were? I put her in at 370 feet right in the sand pond. The only mistake I made, I didn't put her in a registration booth with the girl. 